Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. This is where you get nutrition, health, fitness, performance, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. Today is number three of my fat loss series. Uh, We are going to talk about snacking, why snacking is the new smoking. This is the scientific backbone of why snacking in between our meals is killing fat loss potential. Uh, Thank you for being patient with me. Uh, I um, haven't put out a podcast in the last 10 days or so. Been a lot going on in life. As you guys know, life happens and... Um, it was actually nice. I had a few people who said, Hey, when's the next episode coming out? And um, you haven't put one out. So it was kind of cool. All 12 of you that listen to the show. Um, (laughs) so anyways, let's get into this. Um, in talking to and evaluating people for the last decade, uh, I noticed a common trend among folks who seem to be like struggling with their weight or yo-yoing back and forth. And, and I feel like all these people that I look at, uh, one of the common characteristics, the people that yo-yo back and forth or they struggle with their weight, is snacking. They just flat out eat too often. How does this derail our progress? Uh, even if you're watching your daily calories or you're watching your macros, um, you know, you're eating clean, you're focused on inflammation, all the things we talk about in this show how does snacking still derail your progress and how does blood sugar also play a role in that? You guys know I'm very big about tracking and knowing where your blood, your fasting blood sugar is at. Well, today's show aims to answer those questions. And before we get into that, uh, sponsor for today's show, myself, Muscles and Veggies Fitness. If you would please do me a favor, if you haven't done it already, and thank you to those of you who have, Please go to Google, type in Muscles and Veggies Fitness. You'll see my business pop up. Please hit the Reviews tab and leave me a review. Tell me what you think about the show. Tell me what you think about my coaching if you know me here in the gym. Uh, But that greatly helps me out, and I appreciate that. So if you enjoy the information that you're getting from this show, please go to Google, uh, type in Muscles and Veggies Fitness, hit the Reviews tab, leave me a review. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. It helps people find my services here in Northwest Arkansas and also helps people find my website, which helps them find my podcast. So let's answer today's question, though. Uh, let's first talk about how does this derail our progress, even when we're watching daily calories, daily macros. So let's say you you set out to eat two or three meals a day, uh, and it's It's the gap in between those meals that actually dips us back into a lower blood sugar to where we can start burning fat again. And this all plays into that blood sugar scenario. We talk a lot about about this on the show. In understanding the relationship between your blood sugar and insulin. And the higher your blood sugar is, the higher your insulin is, okay? So therefore, the higher and more frequently you're eating, the higher your insulin is on a normal, consistent basis. Now, why is that a bad thing? Because insulin is important. We have to have it to live, but chronically elevated or consistently elevated above baseline, is that insulin is a fat storage hormone. 
That's what it does. It's designed to take blood glucose out of the bloodstream and store it away for energy for later. The body is very efficient. So its job is to release insulin so that insulin can tuck this blood sugar away and store it away as energy for later. So we have to understand that every time we eat, we're raising our blood sugar in most cases. The foods that, just FYI, the foods that don't raise blood sugar uh, as much as others, this is like straight fat and uh, protein, okay? Fats and proteins don't. I could make the argument that protein definitely does more than fat, but let's face it, when people are snacking, most of the time they're not snacking on pure fat or like pork rinds or protein. Now, some of you are, and but most of the time people are snacking on carbohydrate-type foods. So you're keeping your blood sugar elevated. And even if it is protein, protein in excess will keep your blood sugar uh, higher over the course of the day, especially if you're like on one of these carnivore diets that's eating a ton of protein. Um, this also will keep your blood glucose elevated. So it's those gaps in between meals that we're really after, right? And, and we're going to get into some tips here in a second, but... The, the thing that's interesting is it's totally independent from overall calories, and I'll prove it to you. So let's think about over the course of the day, you're shooting for 2,000 calories. Now, let's say you get that 2,000 calories, but you're kind of eating your meals and snacking all through the day. I could make the argument that that same 2,000 calories would be better utilized and you would burn more fat if you actually only ate them at meals that were three to five hours apart from each other and stopped snacking. I'll prove it to you. One of my best performing YouTube videos uh, that I have on my YouTube channel was a video that's called Two Large Meals Versus Six Small Meals. This was based on a study they did with thousands of participants. And what they did is they gave them a specific number of calories and the same food. And all they did is they took two groups and they gave them that food. And the one group, they got uh, two large meals of the same amount of same food, same calories. The other group got six small meals, same food, same calories. Then they flip flopped the groups. Guess what the results were? The people who had at both groups when they switched both groups to the two meals per day of the same food, same calories, they had lower body fat, they had, um, they had lower blood sugar, lower body fat, the, all their markers improved with blood sugar, cholesterol. I mean, across the board, their results were better with the two large meals versus the six small meals. It's the same amount of calories and food. How could this be? And it all boils down to the fasting window in between those meals. Because it's that fasting window that allows your blood glucose to come back down, your body to regulate itself, and you go into this nice fat-burning mode. So this is why I think that chronic snacking and not giving yourself that three to five hour window in between meals, it keeps people stuck. It keeps people in a rut. It also makes you really um, more reliant on food to where like you get hangrier easier because your body is so used to constant influx of food all the time. So I don't like being hangry. I don't know about you, but I want to be a little bit more metabolically flexible to go in between meals 
and be okay if if I go six to eight hours without a meal. I'm like, okay, no big deal. Like I'm a little hungry, but I'll keep chugging water and I feel fine. So this is the one of the biggest fat loss tips. Um, and I wanted to include this in my series is just learning the physiology of not snacking in between your meals, having those three meals a day, and then making sure you're getting that three to five hour window in between those meals. So that's my number one tip. We're going to talk about these couple tips here. Uh, shoot for three to five hours in between meals. All right. And number two tip is use that three to five hour window in between meals to, to hydrate properly. Because I feel like half the time that people are snacking, they're not really hungry. They're bored and they should be hydrating because if you hydrate properly, um, you're, those are that's normally going to kill your urge to, to eat something in between your meals. Uh, you know, there's an old saying, if the water's not doing anymore, maybe you're really hungry. Okay. So use those three to five hours to hydrate. If you don't know exactly how to hydrate, <laughs> it sounds stupid, but go back and listen to my episode. Uh, I don't have the number in front of me, but there, there's a whole episode on just hydration, using electrolytes in all your water, um, things like, you know, juicing and, um, you know, obviously putting salt in your water, things like that. Uh, use those three to five hours to hydrate in between your in between your meals, and then of course number three, this seems like a no brainer. Eat enough calories at your meals because even if you're hitting your daily caloric load at whatever two thousand calories or twenty five hundred calories, depending on who you are, you want to make sure that uh, you're breaking that into three chunks, like. For me, my smoothie in the morning only has about four or 500 calories in it at best. So for me, I'm trying to get 2,500 to 3,000 calories a day. That means I have to eat some pretty big meals at lunch or dinner. They've got to be about 1,200 calories a piece at lunch and dinner, um, if not more. So, and, and this is the thing. If I, have, if I have my smoothie in the morning and then I have a 1,200 calorie lunch, I'm not hungry until five o'clock, six o'clock when I'm ready to eat dinner. So that, that five hour window is easier, uh, as long as I eat sufficient, clean, anti-inflammatory calories. Okay. So this, this is going to be a short show today because I'm not going to ramble on about this topic, but again, we're going back to the basics about, uh, managing our blood sugar, hydrating in between meals, getting that nice, uh, feasting and fasting window. And then of course this plays back into the same conversation about my shows that I've done on stopping eating after six thirty, seven o'clock. Um, if stopping eating and creating that 13 to 15 hour fasting window before you don't eat again until at least eight or nine the next morning, that's a, another great way to manage your blood sugar, lower your insulin, upregulate glucagon and pull a lot of fat out of the cell. And this is just like, let's just look at this really quick logically here. Okay. Were we uh, designed what to at the point where like if we were in a natural, a more natural, non-modern environment that we would literally be eating all day long? No, there would be times we would be working, we would be doing different things, building um, dealing with children, you know, all these things that we would not have the convenience, 
uh, to have food constantly around us all the time. Think about it. I mean, right now, we literally, probably, depending on where you're at, um, within 100 yards of you at every given moment of the day, there's food that you could go get. That is not the case, you know, 300 years ago, 500 years ago. It's only in the last like 100 years that modern convenience has just basically put food all around us all the time. So if we look at this logically, it's like, it makes sense. Like we should not be snacking all day long. We should have these periods of feasting and fasting. We should have these periods where our body is feasting and digesting and resting. And then we should have these periods where when we're not feasting, we're hydrating. And that that's keeping the process going. It's keeping digestive motility going as well. So that's a simple tip for the fat loss series is snacking is the new smoking. Cut snacking out of your daily routine. Eat enough calories at your meals. Hydrate in between meals. I promise you, you'll notice this is a big piece of the pie. If it, when it comes to weight loss struggles and yo-yoing back and forth, things like that. If you like what you're hearing on this show, please share it with someone. Subscribe to the show so that you get my shows every Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, every week we put out another episode. And then, of course, leave me a review on the podcast player you're listening to or leave me a review on Google, uh, like I asked earlier, under Muscles and Veggies Fitness. I'm the only Muscles and Veggies Fitness out there. If you type that into Google, I'm the only one that will come up. And then, of course, if you still haven't joined the Thorn Supplement list, what is Thorn? Well, you know, as soon as this podcast ends here in a minute, if you don't know what Thorn is, go to thorn.com and browse around. Look at all the different tests and supplements. Um, these are the best supplements in the game. You get what you pay for. Okay, I'm going to say that again. You get what you pay for. Don't buy your supplements off Amazon or Walmart or something like that. Get your supplements directly from the distributor because you do not what you're, know what you're getting from these other companies. Did you know that unless a company is third party verified, tested to have what they have, they say they have in them, you could be getting a host of an, of things and, obvi and obviously the wrong um, content of what they claim they're giving you, okay? When they test supplements, oftentimes they find that unless they're third party verified, they do not have uh, what they say they have in them. Okay, so that's why I use Thorn. All my clients use Thorn. Um, browse around, look at that. All my listeners and my clients get twenty-five percent off Thorn. All you have to do is send me an email. Tell me I tell me I want to join the Thorn invite list, and then I'll put your email in the list. It'll send you an invite, and then you get twenty-five percent off the whole store. Uh, no code required. All you have to do is log into your account, and just for being a listener, you get twenty-five percent off the entire store. Uh, minus testing. It does not give you 25% off testing, only the supplements. So listen, uh, short episode today. Uh, tune in next week. We'll have another tip from the fat loss series. Or maybe I'll break it up. Maybe I'll break it up and we'll do a little break from the fat loss series and, and touch on something else. You never know. You better tune in and find out. But this is Zach with the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. Hope you have a good day.